So a bit of a different episode because this is a best of episode, which some may think is a bit of a piss take. However, <laughs> we're going to be busy and or away over the next couple of days, a uh, couple of weeks. So we've edited some of the answers to our standard questions with our guests. So uh, hopefully if you've just found this one and it's the best of, then you'll uh, go back and listen to the full episodes, which are all available wherever you get your podcasts. And where would they, where would that be? Wherever you like, Spotify, <laughs> Amazon, <laughs> Apple, <laughs> uh, whoever else, Stitcher, CastBox, Google Podcasts. Everywhere you get a podcast, we're there. That's incredible. That is amazing. I'm trying Absolutely. to think what, what the best bits would be. Obviously, every bit that I'm not talking in would be amazing. Well, we could have one where it's uh, a best of that's basically just me and you talking. But I've tried to cut those bits out, so it's just... <laughs> oh, there. Right. Before we go any further, I've got two things. First one is a bit of listener feedback. Uh, so this is from Dave in Cardiff. So uh, hello, Dave. Uh, who says, I discovered your podcast about a week ago and I've now listened to them all. Just wanted to thank you both for what you're doing. I thoroughly enjoyed them all. They got even better as I went through them. I like the laid back, informal, down to earth style. I hope you keep doing the podcast and it grows huge. Wow. Love it. Thank I mean, you listened to, listen to it a week ago and he's listened to everything. I mean, God love him, but yeah, maybe he wants to get out a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he's doing better than you because he's listened to all the episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting there. That, that was... I've listened to two. <laughs> okay, well, you know, you take it easy, mate. <laughs> But that was really lovely. That was uh, that really cheered me up. That did. Yeah, it's good. It's good to know that we're um, doing something positive. Yeah, another global listener. We've uh, made it to Wales. Yes, that's always good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. With our new with our new question of hope, it's nice that someone yes. has um, got on board and gone. This is good. Yes, I like it. I like it a lot. And your second. So, thing. The second thing, I've got a vegan quandary for you. Ooh, don't ask me. So, well, so I'm this is for you. I'm not a perfect vegan, so how am I going to answer it? Well, so this is, being a perfect vegan actually is a really good term for this particular quandary. And I would be really interested to hear not just your answer, Wes, of course, but also <laughs> that of our listeners. So... A friend at work is running a marathon and he's going to be raising money for a charity. Also good so far. Sounds pretty good. But, but that charity tests on animals. So what I thought was, I don't really want to support testing on animals. Nope. What, however good the cause is. Nope. So... I'll see if I can identify an alternative charity in, this, in a similar field 
that doesn't test on animals. Okay. And donate to them instead. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. But I couldn't find one. Oh. So. What's what 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 do they do? Let's not name the charity because I assume that would be bad. Well, I don't know. I mean, I got the information from a website that's freely available. So I can't remember who it was through, but it's basically someone's contacted charities and asked if they test on animals. Okay. And then and it's just basically a list of almost every charity you can think of and whether they support testing on animals or not. Right. Because I know when people run a marathon to raise money for a charity, they have to raise a certain amount, don't they? Yeah. Otherwise, they have to, I guess, make up the shortfall themselves. Which, yes. So if I didn't support him, it might have a direct impact on him, a direct financial impact on him. But also, I don't want to support a charity that supports testing on animals. Yeah. My initial thought was that you're right, that you don't want to support it. However, I work for a charity that is it's supporting dads, but mm. they're not particularly... The guys I work with aren't vegan-friendly. No. Um, our, our main boss is vegan, but that wouldn't be advertised. No, no. Um, that's that's a personal thing, so that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not run as a charity. I'm sort of going around in silly circles. If it was cancer research, now I've got I've got an argument about cancer research that most cancers can be prevented by being vegan. So why would you support no, that? It's a real tricky one. I've been going back and forth with it all week trying to work out <laughs> what's the most appropriate how close how close a friend is he? Oh if I didn't donate at all, I don't think you would notice. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it then. But I just thought it's an opportunity to think about it for, for when you do the marathon next year. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? I mean, the listeners, I'm not doing the marathon next year. That was a very good <laughs> joke. He, so so the, the guy who's running it is he's not a close friend. He's a, he is a friend, but he's not a close friend. So Right. Yeah, and I think if I explained why I wasn't, if he asked me about it and I explained why I wasn't, I think he would accept it. But yeah. if then, uh, I don't know, say my, you know, a really close friend or like a sister decided that they were going to do something for charity mm. and it was a charity that tested on animals, how would I deal with that? Yeah, honestly, I just wouldn't sponsor them. I don't mm. think. I think I'd be, I'd be black and white about it and just say no. That's my own yeah. opinion. I'm not speaking on behalf of anybody else. But I, I think I'd just go. I'm not. I'm not going to sponsor you. If you want me to sponsor, yeah. you, go and do it for another charity. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, give some money to a vegan charity, perhaps instead. Yeah. Or any other any other charity that is either it doesn't it doesn't have 
any any vegan or animal welfare connotations. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I'm, you know, I'm sure there are charities. You know, the RNLI, yeah, there are. RNLI, yeah. for example, the Air Ambulance, you know, those sorts of yeah. things. But, you know, it doesn't. It, it's neither in or there. But if it, if it's a charity that is specifically testing on animals, and there could be another organisation that doesn't, then it's it's ultimately a grey area, and no, you don't want to be you don't want to be paying into that, do you? No, exactly. God, you've really chucked the cat amongst the pigeons, ain't you, with this one? I know, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> ah. God, it's supposed to be a best of, and you've brought it right down. I'm going to give one shout out before we go, and that is to our friends at the vegan podcast, Veg Your Best, who are celebrating their 100th episode this week. Oh, wow. Which is so that's one episode a week for a hundred consecutive weeks, which is Bloody even yeah. more impressive because we're on episode fifteen and it's taken us about six months. So <laughs> that's a, that's a really really good achievement. Uh, basically, it's uh, hosted by Michelle and she is a vegan life coach. So if you're interested, then uh, check it out. They're really really interested. Sounds amazing. Yes, I always th- I always, always think because I listen to like distraction pieces with Scrooge's Pit. And he does. He does a, a, at least one episode every week. I'm like, at least one episode a week. And sometimes he'll do two. He'll do like a bonus one. Really? I, think, I mean, that's most of his job. Is that he, he's, he's got standard acting career as well. But you know, he, doing doing the podcast is main his main thing now. So it's like, well, I guess we haven't got the time because we're working. So he's you know he's doing it because that's yeah. that this is his income. But yeah. I think bloody hell, we never <laughs> we struggled to get one a week. <laughs> Blimey, yeah, that's, mostly, um... mostly me, mostly me having too much going on. <laughs> yeah, well, also, I mean, the editing takes quite a while. I know, and our editing team is amazing as well. I know they are really good. The editing team, they are really good. All six of them. <laughs> it does take a while. <laughs> it does take a while. So it. But you've also got to do the sort of pre-production stuff, if you like. You know, you've got to think of stuff to say. You've got to line up a guest. You've got to make sure the guest's got the questions. You've got to fit in a time and all that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So enjoy the best of episode, and we'll be back very soon with a brand new guest. If you want to get involved, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Just search for How I Vegan Podcast. And if you want to email us, get in touch at howivegan.podcast at gmail.com. What's your vegan story? So I I first went vegan, I think I was about 16 or 17, a long time ago, over 20 years ago. Um, Ancient. So that's why I'm ancient. I can't, I can't uh, say that I've been vegan the whole time, as I'll explain. Uh, yes, yeah, so I was vegan for um, probably about eight years, seven years. And then I got pregnant. And then uh, I went back to eating dairy and a bit of fish because back then there wasn't really much information about being pregnant when you're vegan I think it was just mm-hmm. a bit of an unknown it, I didn't really think 
you know, I could do it healthy. I didn't really know where to go for advice. This was also pre-Facebook even, so there was no sort of Facebook support groups or anything there. So, yeah, I felt as a, a mum, it was a sen the sensible thing to do to go back to eating dairy. So once I'd gone back, it was, and then I had two kids, and then kind of you just get on that roller coaster being a parent. So I did just carry on eating. I don't think I, I didn't eat meat for quite a long time. And then 2014, I got quite poorly and I did go back to eating meat for a little while purely because it was just that kind of, I feel crap. I don't know what's wrong with me. I've read some stuff that it could be related to diet. And I think when you're in that kind of thing of, gosh, I'm going to just try anything at the minute to try and make myself feel better. You do. And I did. Mm -hmm. And I went back to eating meat and it was probably for about two years. And I can honestly say the whole time I felt this doesn't feel like I hadn't eaten red meat for 20, well, probably need over 20 years actually I went vegetarian when I was quite young so it didn't feel right but I felt like maybe it was something I should do at that time but anyway after a couple of years I just felt I don't I can't remember what it was I think I think I'd been out for a meal and I'd had a few drinks and I felt a bit rubbish the next day and it was just like something had switched in my head and I just thought I'm gonna be vegan again and that were it and that was four years ago I think and I've been vegan ever since and, and now I can honestly say I can't ever see myself going back but I think there's so much more out there there's so much more information there's so much more options and uh, advice and support and stuff that I can't see that I would ever go back um, now. I came in one night and she was watching Cowspiracy and I was like I am watching this crap I'm not going to die. I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't interested in this. I sat there yeah. on my phone and she she was watching it. I was sat on my phone flicking through. And it was just like, I don't know, 20 minutes in, I started getting hooked. And by, I don't know, by, by the end of it, at least, I was like full on. This is shocking. This is disgraceful. And I'd literally, yeah. I, I remember saying, there's a credits roll, and I went, will it save us money? If I went vegan, I went <laughs> vegan. And she went, well, yeah, of course it will. And I went, right, I'm in. That was it. Basically, once we'd heard that you two had gone over to the to the light side, uh, we watched Cowspiracy and then What the Health, and we were both like, yeah, I'm, I'm up for that, definitely. And then basically finished off what was in the freezer, and that was it. So I had... I had my parents were vegan for a while and I'd, I'd had thoughts about being vegan since like year six and I'm in year nine now. There was, that, there was the risk of being bullied because I chose to not eat meat because at the, at the time it was like not big so if you were vegan or had some sort of thing like that you would be picked up on and whatever so when I'd left school about a year ago I decided to change and go vegan 
at the start I did the opposite of vegetarian of trying not to have milk and eggs and stuff and but still eat meat which went off within about a week because <laughs> it was just couldn't and then it did I kind of it's been a bit on and off but I'm it's it's just been a bit hard because like when you go out with your friends to places and they're not vegan they always hand you sweets with gelatin in them or milk and whatever and you like to get to get sweets that are vegan in a corner shops not easy and also it's been a bit hard to like pick up on gelatin and milk and stuff because I always end up missing it on the ingredients there was a lot of I've been thinking about going vegan but there was just that risk of being made fun of at secondary school and primary school if that I started eating vegetarian at the end of my final year in, in polytechnic. My one of my mates started, um, I don't know why, but he started eating pulses and all this sort of thing. And at, at, at the time, I was heavily, I say heavily into weight training, but I was doing a lot of weight training. I wasn't particularly big, but I was, you know, banging in a lot of protein. So it was a lot of milk, cheese, all that kind of thing, fish, chicken, and all that. And then, um, he started doing that, and it's, it's my, my sister was had been vegan whilst I was at school, and she's a year, year below me. So I, I, I knew about it, um, but I'd always ignored it, really. One bothered about it, thought it was a bit of a joke. Um, and then when I just started eating, I, th- I think it was just the, the, the fact of eating something different. So I was, my mate was going, oh, let's try this now in, in the student house. All right, yeah, that's all right. So eating a bit more of it, a bit more of it. And then, so that was in my final year. So it, it would have been actually from about the January, we, we changed house to the students and we sort of did that then. So I'd say by the end of that year, I'd got to vegetarian. Um, so just cutting out the meat, the beef, cutting out the chicken, cutting out the fish, you know, and it was just in stages and, and um, yeah. So at the end of the year, I, I was vegetarian. I'd gone home, my mother cooked me something. I said, no, all right, that's cut out now. This is cut out now and all this. And then, so I was like that for about two years uh, into my first job. Um, and I shared a house with uh, a guy who worked for, I don't know if it still exists, MAF, Ministry of Agriculture, Food and Fisheries. Mm-hmm. And he was like a, a business advisor for farms and things. Well, he was sat watching, I don't know if it was Panorama or something or other on, on TV one night. And it showed chickens and, um, going, you know, egg laying <clears throat> and all this. Um, and the chickens were going down a conveyor to sort in male and female, and then the, the male chicks were off to their death. Mm. And I, I just turned to him and I said, is that true then? Is that is that what happens over here? And he said, yeah, of course it is, didn't you know? And I'd never really, I'd always thought like, I'll have um, uh, free range eggs or, or this kind of thing, and it'd be all nice and cosy, and it's not a problem, yeah. you know? And as soon as he said that, I went, that's it then, that's it. And I think dairy came along with that anyway, but I just said, that, that's it, I'm, I'm, I'm going vegan. So I, I ate what I had in the fridge, um, which was probably about a pound of cheese, <laughs> <and about laughs> two dozen eggs or something. 
Um, that's a big omelette. After that, so it like, <laughs> yeah, I, it was a stack of it, you know, because I, I, I was weight training, I was eating loads of eggs, loads of cheese, loads of whey protein powder. <clears throat> and uh, so I gave that all up, and then I'd say, it, and I wasn't, wasn't very heavy or anything, but in the space of a week, I reckon I lost half a stone. Um, and that was probably not because of the, the, um, the lack of calories, I think, but more the fact that um, it was just a complete diet change, you know, because mm. it was no, nowhere near as um, as much fat or protein. Well, protein I still, I still took, but nowhere near the calories, really. Mm. Um, I don't know. But anyway, anyway yeah, so I, I, um, I was sort of quite happy like that and I, I never really questioned it I, I, it was all a case of you know these days I see people who they talk about oh I, I'm sort of vegan I'm nearly vegan I'm 90% vegan um, yeah. I'm this I'm that and for me it was a case of right I'm, I'm vegan and that's it yeah and I just I just looked for like it, it was now it's um, plant proteins and all this so I, I, I just search for um, instead of whey protein to, for my weight trainer, I was searching for other things. I was eating a lot more beans and pulses and and the like. I've been vegan for six years, but I haven't eaten meat for 26 years. I think it all started from about um, the age of eight. I was um, having fish at school and um, I had a, a, a fish bone stuck in my throat and... Um, I said to my parents, I said that, because uh, they said it were fish, and I said, no, fish isn't fish. And they went, it is. Oh, well, I'm not eating that anymore, I went. And they sort of went, really? And, I, and they said, well, you eat fish fingers. And I said, well, I'm not eating them either. And I didn't. And I haven't eaten no. fish since I was eight years old. Wow. I'm now, I'm now 55. 26 years ago, uh, no, it's actually going back before that, I um I I was about 12 years old and um I decided at 12 that I wanted to be a vegetarian but I kept thinking as silly as it sounds that you have to eat meat and if you don't eat meat you you you'll die basically because I was yeah. a young kid. Yeah. And so what I was doing I was uh, I was given sort of like a, a Sunday dinner with sometimes with chicken and I'd take all the chicken off the plate and put it in a carrier bag and then secretly feed it to the dog. But then I thought, Fair well, one. if I'm doing that, then I might as well eat it. So I went back to eating meat and it's sort of like a phase for 24 hours. But um, I got married to, to my ex-wife, Nikki, and um, she decided that she was going to become vegetarian. And I was a bit apprehensive and thought, I don't really know whether I want to do it, even though it had been on my mind for years. So she was a vegetarian for about um, six years, uh, six months. And um, then I decided I was my would, uh, my um, eldest daughter had just been born and we, she was premature. We had to go. I had to go to Oxford and back every single day. And I was on the um, when she went back to Kettering, I was on the um, A14 and I saw a truck full of animals. And I sort of said to myself there and then that's it. I'm, I'm going to stop eating meat. Mm. And I went uh, home to her and I said that. Um, I'm not eating meat anymore. And she said, you idiot. I said, well, why? She said, I've just bought a whole load of frozen meat and that. I said, don't, don't worry. I'll eat it. 
So I'm gone, gone a couple of weeks eating meat, thinking I'm going to become a vegetarian soon. And I was on the, on my last plate and I, I went to put the, the, the fork in my mouth with the meat on it. And she said, stop. I looked a bit confused. She said, that is your last, that's the last meat in the house. So I said, well, I might as well enjoy it then. And I actually put it in my mouth and took a long, slow chew on it thinking this is the last time I'll ever try meat and I've not eaten it since. Ah, oh, what a memory. Um, yeah, and then uh, six years ago, there was the veganuary and I was toying with it and I put some posts up on Facebook. Um, no no likes or comments as usual, you know. And, oh. um, and But I was still eating cheese and um, then I thought, I've got to stop, I've got to stop. And at first it was, I'll be vegan but if we go out for a family meal, then I'll, um, you know, I'll, I'll have a vegetarian meal. And I thought, I'm, I'm not doing it. You know, I, I did a one meal and I was ill. You know, it was some sort of milk in it or something and I was ill. So, yeah, six years ago now. I think I first went veggie when I was about 14, but I can't actually remember what prompted me to, you know, it's a long time ago, it's decades ago. Obviously, it must just be... You know, I've always loved animals, um, but I don't, I can't remember sort of any particular reason why I just suddenly decided I was going to go vegetarian. I can always remember I never really enjoyed eating meat that looked like meat, if you know what I mean, like a Sunday yeah. roast where you've got, I don't know, a chicken on the table and it still looks like a chicken. I never liked things on the bone. I, I suppose I just made that association that it was, it still looked like an animal. So yeah, I just stopped when I was about 14 and that was just sort of on and off, on and off over the years. I brought my kids up as vegetarian at home. If they went out, they could, they could eat what they wanted to. But, you know, at home, everything was veggie. And then I suppose I had um, quite a few vegan friends. So I was kind of like open to the idea I wasn't like in a little bubble and um I suppose I had like one of these sort of epiphany moments I suppose and I was laid it sounds like really hippie I was laid in That's fine, go for it. yeah laid in shavasana in my yoga class and you know I don't know what the teacher was saying but I sort of realized I can ever sort of be at peace with myself or happy in myself if I was consuming something that had gone through so much trauma and suffering mm. almost like you say they don't like um I suppose some farmers sort of promote their meat don't they by saying oh it's happy cows yeah. and like there's that muscle memory so you know it tastes better because they were happy I suppose I had that in my head and I was thinking well none of these animals are happy no because surely, yeah yeah and surely when they're killed which is never humanely um because they don't walk in willingly <laughs> then that sort of that fear must you know go into the food that you're eating it's and if i'm then eating that then yeah i'm then consuming all this fear and yeah i suppose i just had this, this moment i was just like i need to stop I need to stop eating this. And then I think I became like one of those really, what I would now 
find one of those annoying vegans who are like one of those almost vegan. You know, when you say you're vegan, it's just, oh yeah, I'm almost vegan. I think I was one of those for a while who sort of, if I went, maybe I was vegan at home, but if I went out, I probably wouldn't be, or I might occasionally, or just have a little bit of milk or something. Yeah. So yeah, I became one of those annoying vegans for a bit. Who aren't really vegan, but they like no. to think they like to think they are. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then I was talking to my daughter one day. We live sort of near a farm that um, raises uh, beef, and we used to always walk down and look at sort of the baby cows. And I, I just sort of talked to her about you know why these baby cows went with their mothers and everything and she just looked at me and just said that's it I'm being vegan and we both just went vegan overnight about three and a half years ago and that made it much easier because obviously before it was it's really hard you know cooking something for yourself if you've got to then cook something different for your kids yeah 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 she, she just went overnight and yeah that's wow. yeah, the rest is history. My son still isn't vegan. I'm still hopeful. Um, but he's, he's quite vegetarian. Happy. He's veg- um, well, I don't think he is technically. He was brought up vegetarian, so I don't think he actually even okay. tried any meat till maybe I can remember once him going, he was doing his A levels, and they like some of them must have just learned to drive. So they were going off in their lunch break, and he said, Oh no, we- they went down to McDonald's and he was like 17 he'd never been in a McDonald's in his life ever before and he I was quite proud of him as he came back and he said oh it's okay mum I had to go to McDonald's but I didn't buy any food I just got a drink so I was quite good Good. yeah so he's still yeah he's at uni now he'll eat anything but when he's home he's happy (laughs) he's happy to cook vegan and um he's happy to eat it and he knows not to bring anything into the house i guess like the seeds of it were sown back in the in the 80s so my brother i've got three younger brothers and they all kind of figure in my story really of running and veganism but the next brother down for me he was only like 10 or 11 or something and he gave up eating meat when he was i don't know it's like in the mid 80s uh which was pretty unusual for a a young lad you know at a time when you know it was meat and two veg basically <laughs> and so you know so it became like a, a thing you know in our household so you know it's something that we talked about because it was you know it, we were around the, we, we used to actually sit at a dinner table and eat meals like in the olden days you know <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so it was kind of a thing you know it kind of got me thinking I mean I was only a young teenager and then we kind of got to kind of the late 80s and I like, went to college and, um, you know, my friends, you know, we were all kind of pretty alternative and a bit weird and everything. And, you know, some of our friends were listening to the Smiths and obviously they had that album Meat is Murder. Some of my friends probably thought it was cool to go vegetarian just to annoy their parents and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> cause a fuss at home at meal times, you know. So that that kind of became a thing. And then my best mate, went vegetarian and I kind of I kind of thought well you know you know we had pets and stuff and I thought well you know I like animals I 
probably don't really want to eat them. So I just went vegetarian when I was like 17. I think the thing that the switch that uh, turned me over was uh, like eating a McDonald's hamburger and just thinking that's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and that was it. And then just an absolute full stop on the meat then from the age of 17. So that was it. So then I was I was vegetarian for 30 years. But, you know, I did have like the thought that, uh, you know, animal lives were valuable. Uh, you know, I, I always maintained that their lives were as, as valuable as ours. You know, if we didn't have a right to eat them. So kind of looking back, you know, uh, my motivations were, you know, my heart was in the right place. You know? yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, and which is, you know... Uh, you get a lot of debate from vegans and, and vegetarians often get lambasted, but I think it's really unfair because, you know, they, they're potentially tomorrow's vegans, you know, just with the right information. Mm. But anyway, yeah, so that went on and, uh, you know, 30 years vegetarian. And then I guess, you know, the rise of social media and just be just having more information available to you on a daily basis, probably, you know, videos popping up, finding out more about, you know, how eggs are produced and all that kind of stuff. I wasn't like willfully burying my head in the sand, but I hadn't, I'd been a bit lazy and not sought out the information about this stuff. So that just like became available. And, um, you know, being a very kind of logical thinker, it's just kind of like, well, now I have all this evidence, you know, this is my moral standpoint. And now I've got all this, this evidence to tell me that I should be doing something different. So I just kind of thought, well, that's it. You know, I've, I've reached a point where the, the balance has been tipped, you know, and I know what I should be doing. And kind of another brother came into the equation as well, because um, my youngest brother, Damien, went vegan before I did. So probably, I don't know, I don't know how long ago it was, maybe six, seven, eight years ago with his partner. And that, again, that gets you thinking, you know, gets the wheels in motion and then yeah, three, three and a half years ago, I think I went fully vegan. And it was it was overnight, you know, you know, a lot of people just kind of say, well, I cut out milk and I cut out cheese or whatever. And that, that's totally fine. But I'm kind of I'm very much like a black and white thinker. It's like, well, I either am going to be vegan or I'm not going to be vegan. And I, can't, I think I chose January the 1st as the day, you know, I always try and do something, something, you know, it's usually lose weight. But <laughs> Um, I just went vegan overnight three and a half years ago. So it was like, it wasn't like a, an emotional decision. It was, it's just purely based on logic and facts. And I had the evidence, just did it. You know, uh, I didn't, didn't regret it at all. Uh, after about two to three months, I was like in the groove and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I won't ever go back. What was the hardest thing for you at the time? I think it was like, noticing yeah reading labels like the hidden milk powder in stuff that you don't know yeah. oh yes stuff. i think that the other sneaky one is that because like milk is an allergen isn't it so it comes up in bold so you can look for it quite quickly yeah yep. um honey for example isn't uh, yes so i think i've made a mistake a few times like buying cereal and then realizing it's got honey yep. in it i lived on in, in can works canteens, chips and baked beans, weeks on end. That was my lunch. Chocolate is the hardest thing because 
I love I, I love chocolate. I love chocolate before I was vegan. <laughs> and I love dark chocolate. We just don't get enough of it. So it's when we're when when I'm out and people are handing me sweets and we go to a shops and I'm hungry. Like there's no point going to like cost to go and buy a small cake for five quid when you could get a packet of sweets for 50p the food thing wasn't hard at all i just i got it in my head then i was like nah that's not happening i think the hardest thing was literally people it was people's perception i don't think it had anything to do with the fact i used to eat meat a lot it was just people were like the usual crappy questions. I went out to a pub. I, I mean, I literally sat down and had a green salad, which was literally just lettuce, tomato and cucumber. And that was it. That's what they gave me for lunch. Wow. It was very hard to give up the cheese at first. And then also it's not just the food thing. I think I found that difficult. People think, okay. oh, it's just, a, it's just a, diet. a diet, don't they? But actually I then had to look out. I had to buy a new duvet because my... Duvet was made yes. from wool. Um, yeah, we had um, feather cushions, you know, pillows, um, and then clothes, like going through my wardrobe. I think there's still been things like quite recently I've looked and gone, oh, hang on, that's got a bit of silk in it yeah. or something. Or I'll yeah. sit down and notice something, a bit of furniture's got like a little leather tag on it or something. The biggest challenge I find now, being vegan now, is the backlash I think not so it's not so much eating it's social media I think you know the opinion I think it it's taken me it takes me aback a little bit sometimes when I see the actual hatred that some people have towards vegans it I can't get my head around it it's all new and you've got all this stuff in your head. You know, you've, you've watched these films and started looking mm. at things on the internet and reading up on stuff. And people are saying, well, why don't you drink milk then? And you don't really want to say, well, you do want to say, well, because it's meant for baby cows. It's not meant for, for humans, like yeah. for adults. It's, it's, it's not made for us. And, and all the other arguments for why you wouldn't have milk. But when you're in the, in the uh, you know, in the kitchen at work, making a coffee you don't really want that sort of confrontation <laughs> people ordering for you and things like that i used to i i, I used to dr drive me up the wall but my mates were doing it because it seemed to me not to to, to call me out on it but i you know i'd be wanting an order and they'd be going they'd be talking to the um the waiter saying oh he's vegan um what can he have can he have this can he have that and i and i yeah. a number of times you know because it's at the end of the night you've had a few beers and I'd just be screaming blue murder at them. The whole, yeah. the whole place would just sh shut down because I'd effed and blinded and saying, I can order my own effing food. I don't think it was hard at all. It wasn't, it didn't sort of seem like a big jump from being vegetarian in a way for me. I mean, especially now, it's, you know, I mean, what time to be alive? It's not different, yes. is it? To be vegan, it's just, yeah, yeah. there's stuff everywhere. Well, I think, I mean, I used to eat a lot of eggs, you know, eggs was kind of like a staple for me. The egg banjo was my, you know, I used to survive on the egg banjo, you know, like a banjo sandwich. Is that bite. code? 
What's that? What's an egg banjo? He's like code. Uninitiated. So an egg banjo is like you make a fried egg sandwich, right? And you bite into it, and the yolk like spills down your front, as it always does. Then you hold right. the sandwich off to the side and then like wipe it off your front. <laughs> so you're playing the banjo. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good again. So all my clothes like Magic. had bits of yolk down the front. So. Oh. <laughs> um, so I was probably like a one a day man on the on the banjos, but yeah, it didn't take long to get over that. To be honest, I mean, since that, the thing that's really caught up with me is my eyesight. You know, I've reached that kind of stage in my life where I need glasses quite a bit to read, and you know ingredients are written so small on packets yeah, and things. it's like i'm like in the supermarket and what is this it's like <laughs> <you're> <laughs> <a chance. laughs> but apart from that not an awful lot i mean there's a band thing i guess because we play you know we play quite a few gigs where people provide food occasionally you know it might get offered something vegan but more often than not it's like you know some dry curled up sandwiches non-vegan sandwiches so you know I, food's pretty much off the menu like at gigs now yeah. <laughs> mm. but i just have to eat properly before i leave that's all what did your friends and family think about it when i was vegan the first time around and the second time around generally people around me have always been quite good and supportive and i think that possibly because i've always tried not to be the kind of person that shoves it down people's throats and preaches to people I'm not saying if that's what people want to do that's wrong but that's not me and I think people that's why I've, I've, I've always kind of people have always accepted me or as far as I'm aware they've always accepted me I think friends was 50-50 some of them were just like that's crackers but fair play to you if you think that's what, if that's what you're doing that's fine and they're, they're yeah. on board with it and the, the the other 50% were just Mickey-taking, which, again, is fine. Like, <laughs> I expected yeah. it to be 100% Mickey-taking, but it wasn't, so that's fine. And family, yeah. family, just, they're stuck in their ways. Sisters were... didn't really care. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a very sisterly thing to do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. But, whatever. Yeah, my mother was fine with it. Um, my dad was fine with it as well, although they were divorced. Um, so, you know, um, it was a different household again with him. My brother was a caterer in the Navy. Um, and he, he, um, he was fine with it as well. And he used to say about how, how they used to have a lot of, not vegans, but vegetarians that he used to cook for on, on board ship. Um, so he, he was pretty okay with it as well. So the family were fine. I don't think anybody was sort of shocked or surprised. It's almost like, I was like, oh, yeah. Friends were definitely the hardest. I kind of didn't, I tried not to go around and say, oh, vegan. The first real tester was I went to Birmingham um, for a family meal and that I was offered chips and salad. And um, my mother-in-law sort of said to me on the court, she says, um, can't you just eat meat just for once? You know, you're spoiling it. I think my nan did the old, uh, do you want a waffle thin piece of ham with a sandwich oh, once? 
and we were look, just uh, uh, me, me and my sister were looking at her thinking, "Are you real?" So there's if it came up in conversation like, "What was your favorite chocolate?" I just go, oh, "I'm vegan," and then they go, "Oh my god, you're vegan!" Oh well, and they kind of a lot of my friends were accepting some less. There's an element of banter that I'm perfectly fine with certain people at work who I, I kind of feel like I would let them get away with stuff that I wouldn't let other people get away with if you know what I mean yeah so, absolutely you know one guy would he like stop in the cafe opposite our office on his way into the in, into work and say you know bring up and say would you want a bacon sandwich <laughs> and they'd just hang up before I could swear at him brilliant but I was okay with that because it's just part of the the banter yeah, of yeah. the office <laughs> and I know he didn't mean it maliciously because that was part of just the sort of relationship that we had that we would just take piss out of each other all the time so yeah I was fine with that. I think my parents didn't really and still probably don't understand what it means like I can remember my mum asking me but you know do you still eat tomatoes or do you, I just can't, do you still eat pasta? I think my mum will probably say, she thought, oh God, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) We'd go out and there'd be friends of friends, you know, you go out and you have a night out or something. There'd always be somebody in the group who wasn't one of my close friends who'd start going, oh, if you're on the desert island. Well, I mean, I I think, you know, judging by what I read online, you know, I've been very lucky because, you know, my friends and family have been just super cool about everything, really. I mean, my wife and son still eat meat. They eat like chicken, a bit, little bit of fish, but not an awful lot. But they're, they're totally great, you know, interested, you know, engaged, you know, we talk about it. Um you know, my wife's Irish and it's just in her DNA, you know, what she eats. It's like inescapable, you know, but, you know, they've, they've been, they've been great. And, and they eat lots of food. I, 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 I'm the main cook in the house. So they do eat a lot of vegan meals. And sometimes, you know, there's basically no difference. You know, I put vegan mince in a pasta dish or, you know. You can't tell, can you? I've got no idea, you know, and it's like, well, why, why are you eating this stuff anyway? <laughs> So no, they're great. And then my like extended family, like my brothers, like one's vegetarian, one's vegan. My mum, uh, who's like in her seventies, is basically vegan now. And only recently, so she would have become vegetarian maybe 10, 15 years ago. And now she's cut out milk. So it's amazing if you can do it like, you know, in your seventies. Mm. It's never too really? late. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's oh, right. friend, friends are all great, you know, but I mean, I'm not one to like preach at anyone. So, you know, I'll only talk about it if they ask. Where do you get your protein? Well, luckily, I am a big fan of lentils and beans, which, as far as I'm aware, are pretty, pretty protein packed. I've got this lovely little thing that my protein rich foods is my foods reminder. And it's just a list of where you can get your protein from. And we have a, I know we're on protein. I have a, my, my iron rich foods oh, list lovely. as well. <laughs> so where do you get me protein? I'm not going to go through them all, but no. almonds, avocados, beans, broccoli, chickpeas, um, a lot, lots of seeds, 
kidney beans, rice, spaghetti, walnuts, tofu, sunflower seeds. There's plenty of places to get protein, and everyone has a panic about it, don't they? Uh, the same as any herbivore, plant power. I've started making um, smoothies with some peanut butter in or something like that, you know? Um, and it's all about getting your protein from your whole foods and all this kind of thing. I want to get my protein from its source rather than after it's gone through the digestive system and everything of an animal. I have like um, flax seeds and hemp seeds, uh, hemp and and um, even broccoli, things like that. I don't really, I just, you know, I don't really go out looking for it. It's because I've been eating it for so long that I... Um, I yeah. just get used to it and it's in in my everyday meals and stuff, you know. Almost yeah. like it's really easy to come across in most foods. Isn't that <laughs> it strange? is, yeah. <laughs> it is, it is. Uh, if I'm doing my weight training, I do it twice a week. I do um, I do take a protein shake then. I want to get my B12. I just take a tablet rather than, you know, yeah. people say it comes from meat. It's just like, well, it doesn't. They've, they've taken a supplement. I mean, just beans have a lot of protein in it. I must have had an <laughs> overload of protein about half a year ago. Half a year ago? Every week, every day. <laughs> no, it was every day about six months ago for about three months. All wow. I ate was I'd eat beans on toast for breakfast. And it just, yeah. it was every day. Yeah. Well, beans are good for your heart. We get our protein the same place the animals get theirs from. <gasps> Shock horror. Well, I mean, as you can see, I, I'm basically able to stand and wither in a way and <laughs> I'm basically at death's door here. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a classic question, is it? Because, you know, non-vegans will always ask you that. Where do you get your protein? Where do you get your nutrients? You know, surely, yeah. you know, it's not healthy and all the rest of it. And really, I've paid almost no attention to that, like, ever. I mean, I went, like, 30 years vegetarian without ever taking a multivitamin. And now, having been vegan, I occasionally take, the like, the Vegan Society multivitamin, if I remember, but then I'll forget for, like, two <laughs> months. I've never had any ill effects. I mean, you know, your breakfast cereals are fortified with vitamins and minerals. You eat a, eat a decent variety of food, it's, I mean... It's not really something you need to worry about. Trouble is, you know, most most meat eaters eat very limited diets and they're probably way more nu nutritionally deficient than I am, at least. I mean, it's just an it's kind of a non a non issue for me. And it really has always has been, um, mm. uh, you know, with protein. The thing about protein is I mean, you become more aware of it when you're exercising, when you become a runner and that you read articles and stuff. But most foods have got protein in and unless you're like a world champion bodybuilder you don't even need to supplement that because your, your diet's got plenty in for everyone yeah yeah it's crazy isn't it yeah that's a great attitude and especially you say about meat eaters most people don't have any idea how much protein they're getting just because they eat meat it doesn't mean it's the right meat or a decent amount at all does it it's uh it's just one of those things they like to bash us over the head with. <laughs> That's it, yeah. yeah. I'm becoming vegan, you think, well, I want to be careful with my health, so you research these things, and, you know, you you realise this, that, like most people, that are 
probably deficient in some area because they eat quite a limited diet um absolutely thinking about what you're eating is like really important so and being vegan it's forced me to do that i have a real appreciation for food now which i didn't have before how have things changed for you i haven't got any thinner that's for sure (laughs) (laughs) i just find things so much easier without i don't have to we don't have to overthink what we're eating Mm-hmm. so much you see it's a bit it's a bit weird but i've noticed you know uh, the energy levels have been a lot higher i've got you know more energy and at the start i lost nearly a stone in weight wow just from the way that just from the way of that we changed that diet um not through exercising more um i had already started doing parkrun on a saturday morning um regularly ish and I think within six months of going vegan, I think I'd taken about two minutes off my personal best. I started seeing, I started seeing people um, with the Kettering vegans. I went to a few of their meetings and there was a vegan fair and things like this. So, yeah, from being quite isolated and then suddenly, like, they're everybody, well, aren't they? <laughs> well, um besides covid which i can't help and maybe allergies i can't help either because that's like genetic and whatever and i think i had a cold once and that was off of picking it up from someone else i haven't been ill and i don't like being ill more than everyone else i have a phobia of being ill i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go down the 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 rabbit hole shall we say of bowel movements but that changed I've probably made lots of new friends, lots of new vegan friends, especially from joining vegan runners. I also joined like a local vegan, a Banbury Vegans on Facebook. Oh. And yeah, we have like quite regular meetups at cafes oh, nice. and we have like regular walks. So I've made some wow. really nice friends and it's just you probably feel the same when you're just with people and they're all vegan. You just feel like part of a, I don't know, you found your tribe, haven't you? You go to a vegan runners meetup and it's people you've never met before. You know instantly that you've got something in common and you can just start chatting straight away. I, I, I feel I feel better. I feel more healthy and, and I don't know whether it's because I run as well, you know, but um, I I seem to seem to be okay. I mean, I used to be with, with me, shall we say, I'd be really bloated feeling, you know, and, and I'm not now, you know. Yeah, well, like, yeah, the food thing. So I just used to eat whatever came to hand, really. When I was vegetarian, I was like junk food vegetarian. It would be like veggie burgers and veggie sausages. And I didn't really think about it an awful lot, but looking back now i realize i didn't really appreciate my food very much so going vegan it's like i just started searching for vegan recipes and stuff started cooking and it just stuck you know got some good results and i thought this is great you know we got like making some really nice stuff got a real enthusiasm for it so um you know now i'm like batch cooking you know freezing stuff um doing doing like you know there's some that's like staple dishes that i make that i can't be without in the freezer it'll be like barbecue beans with like mushrooms in and it'll be like Ooh. african peanut stew 
and you know like some soups and stuff it's like I start getting nervous when I'm down to my last one <laughs> <laughs> they're so good it's like addictive you know it's like yeah I almost don't like going out to it because it's like you know I know I can get a better meal at home so that's that's been really cool you know connecting with food really what advice would you give to anyone who's thinking about going vegan get on social media and go and look at as much social media as you can go and whatever whatever's made you change whatever's made you want to learn more go and learn more just do it do it now just do a bit of research you know and dieting um diet change or whatever b12 definitely b12 i'm I'm always taking b12 and just you know if if need be just um phase into it slowly but i wouldn't sort of do it overnight i don't think also i would say to them go go on the viva website and order those um i think they do like a starter pack which is what i ordered and you get those little laminated nutrition things saying where you get your protein calcium iron I think they've got and then they do another long one that lists all the vitamins and minerals and what foods and everything is in there. I'd obviously congratulate them because they've finally taken they've finally taken notice of whatever this hell of a meat industry is and they've and that when when people come to question you on it, you kind of you you don't have to know your stuff, but you have to know at least something, or at least yeah. research before you go out and start preaching about it. If you are going to preach, I mean, number one, you've got to get it. You, you've got to be convinced in your mind what you're doing and why you're doing it. As I said, I, I think I touched on it before, you, you're vegan for the animals, you're not vegan for climate change, you're not vegan for health. That's not vegan, that's plant-based. So if you wanna be vegan, you've gotta be convinced in your mind that you're doing it because you don't like animal suffering and animal abuse. Do your research, plan your meals so that you've got stuff in, because I think if you haven't planned ahead, if you go to the fridge or the cupboard and there's nothing in there that you fancy or nothing that you can make, you've got to basically have stuff sort of in your locker, if you like, that you can knock up quickly. Have a look at all the stuff that's accidentally vegan. Because, yes. yeah, you think, oh, yeah, you know, I can't enough. eat anything. But actually, like, there's so many biscuits, aren't there? Like party rings, jammy dodgers. I think the, the thing is just, like, being supportive, like... Peter, you know, I've seen like people go vegan in so many different ways and for so many different reasons, you know, and it doesn't matter if your starting point is just like cutting out, you know, meat on one day or cutting out dairy or whatever it is, whatever that first step is, you, you're making a difference. It's individuals who make a difference. You know, it's not like governments or, you know, it's not like out of your hands. You're not too small to make a difference. It doesn't matter what you're doing you're doing the right thing for the right reason yeah hopefully eventually you get there to to veganism that's great 
but you know it's all about encouraging people i'm not one of these confrontational people i'm not like a one of these activists who runs mcdonald's throwing blood everywhere or whatever it is <laughs> it's like that's not that's too, for me that's not the way to that's not the way to win the argument you know make good food and share it with people that's that's the way you know wear your vegan runners top and show people that you're not you know about to fade away you know <laughs> that's my activism <laughs> Yeah, I mean, in these days, it's so easy. You walk around a supermarket, and it's like everywhere you look, there's just great food. You could eat a different meal every day for a year mm. without a problem, you know. Um, so there's so much good stuff out there. Now's the time if you're going to do it. When people do ask me, oh, what, why are you vegan? Is it is it for the planet or is it for health reasons or is it for animals, they normally say. And I'll normally just go, all of them. Or I'll say... I just don't really like eating animals. <laughs> and I think people are a bit like, all right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I get that then. <laughs> but yeah, the other thing, and I always say this, uh, you say, oh, can I have, can I eat this? Can I have it? And I say, you can eat it, but you choose not to. And that's the difference. But if you tell, if you tell yourself, oh, I can't have that. And you're always living in that, oh, I can't have this, and I can't have that, and I can't have that, and you're living in that negativity. <clears throat> Whereas I think if you, well, you know, twofold, you think, well, I can have, look at all these things I can have, but also turn it around and think, no, I'm not doing this to punish myself. Why am I doing it? I can eat it if I want to, but then afterwards, will I feel good about that, mm. you know? I know I wouldn't. Who is your vegan inspiration? I wouldn't say I have one as such because there was I, I was in so, so much of a void or whatever, as I say, with being the only vegan around that and not hearing anything. I mean, since in, in the last few years and since joining Vegan Runners, I, I know of Jonah Oaks, who's a lot of inspiration to a lot of people, or a lot of the other runners, you know. But that's only something recent for me. When I was thinking about it, I thought, what was my inspiration or my vegan inspiration is not a who, it's a what. And it was the organisation which I said a couple of times now was the Vegan Society. I'm going to go with Greta. Greta. Because of the climate activism, because uh, as a very, very lazy environmentalist, that was one of the reasons that uh, Cowspiracy especially sort of touched, touched a nerve with me. Well, the two the two people that made cowspiracy and seaspiracy probably. Um, I think any good vegan runner would have to say first of all Fiona Oakes. She runs an animal sanctuary in Essex called Tower Hill Stables, and she's basically devoted her whole life to to taking in animals and looking after them. So she's she's definitely way way up there. And then I think probably after her would be Earthling Ed, I think, because we all love uh, Earthling Ed. My wife, right at the top. And yeah. then and then a little gap. Give it a gap, at least, because yeah. then there's like yeah. they're all bunched up then. And it's all oh, the legend yeah. all the legendary celebs that are there. Right. Yeah. And um yeah. Yeah, Earthling Ed. Joey Carbstrong. Okay. Yeah. Mr. DiCaprio. Um Okay. And although he's my inspiration, I can't remember the life of what his name is. Mr. Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix. I think, yes, the, the old-time vegans 
if you like. Um, your wife is up there from when I first knew her. <laughs> um, and uh, also people like uh, Alicia Silverstone. But, sorry, just quickly, the old time vegans kind of just confirmed that my wife is not 40 yet. <laughs> no, that's... God, no, that's true. Okay. Histor historic vegans, is that better? Ancient vegans? A ancient vegans. Prehistoric like vegans. You, you put her at the top and I called her an ancient vegan. Um, but people who were doing it years and years ago that made yeah. it easier for people like us. Yeah. Because we've come along and there's a ton of um, vegan stuff in the supermarkets that makes it quite easy. Oh, Chris Packham. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, well, I wasn't actually going to say Chris Beckham, but yeah, he he obviously is. If um, he's listening, if he's listening, he obviously is. Yeah. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Probably watching it thinking, oh, God. Loved you on the Really Wild show. <laughs> yeah, I watched Chris Beckham talk at Vegan Camp Out and it was really good. It was a highlight for me. When I when I started this uh, the journey 26 years ago, there was there was me, you know, there was obviously others, but it was just me and um nobody else and i couldn't talk to anybody about it and all this and, it, and uh, although i'm not the first one sometimes i like to look at it as they've all followed me kind of thing you know and <laughs> thank you for for following me and what i believe in and yeah to each and every single person that i haven't you know got anybody in particular really ah well well i guess i mean you know a lot of vegans would like say it, it was some like high profile activists like earthling ed or you know joey carbstrong or someone but for me rather soppily it's my youngest brother um oh, cool. like well all my all of my brothers actually are inspiration to me in one way or another my brother kieran kind of helped me turn vegetarian my middle brother aiden inspired me to take up running which i'm forever grateful for um, he basically said, are you going to do this half marathon? And I'm like, uh, but I'm like fat and <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't want to be outdone. So I did it anyway. And my youngest brother, Damien, he's um, and his partner, Robin, they went vegan. Like, I don't know, like, as I say, maybe six, six, seven years ago. D didn't even mention it. They just were vegan. And uh, th they decided to start a, a business. So they, they, they bought a like a horse box and kind of set up a little food truck and went to festivals selling like wraps and burgers and things, yeah. which I thought was really cool. And, you know, I was kind of finding out more about that. Um, and obviously, you know, it's wheels in motion with me thinking about veganism again. And they were really successful. They did lots of like food shows and stuff, selling out everywhere they went. So eventually they moved into like, uh, kind of like a box park in Manchester um but hatch you know selling vegan street food they'd be doing like philly cheese steaks and like ribs and wings and burgers and you know just all the good stuff really where, where is that then that's in hatch in manchester so if you if you look it up it's it's like like a pretty famous it's kind of like um like shipping containers with like units in like hip clothing and food outlets and stuff so yeah. they did that then last year they opened a restaurant as well in manchester uh in wivington so they've now got a, a restaurant uh called herbivorous selling the kind, same kind of stuff but that also serves as a like a kitchen as well so they they've expanded their unit at hatch so that's now like 
one of the biggest ones that there is there. Wow. So they've now got to, they've got these two locations and it's just doing brilliantly well. They're like big on sustainability, which is like really cool. They do like Satan making workshops, which is really awesome as well. So they fill the restaurant with people making, you know, fake meats, which is great. And they're just like really awesome, you know, just really kind, brilliant people. What's the best thing about being vegan? It's the halo above my head. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's shining bright. It's amazing. Saving animals. Well, there's the obvious, isn't there, that you're not, you know, you can sleep at night knowing that you're not causing harm to animals. I think that's probably up there with the best thing. Apart from saving the world, saving animals, and being more healthy, yes. which is obviously the best thing about being vegan. That um, I think that. I think it's that. I think it's the fact that when it's a nice little community to be part of. You get to try a lot, not a lot more food, but you get to try a, a different food. Finding sort of some kind of community and new friends like vegan runners and my local vegan group. I think that's been really, really good. For me, it, having less choice when you go out to eat. I mean, initially, I, I, I found out the, the cruel practices, and that was the reason for not eating meat. But I think it's got a bit more over the years. I've, there's a, a few more aspects in it, you know, the, the planet, etc. You know, and I, I do my bit, uh, even down to plastic in that. You know, it's um, just want to do the right thing really but yeah definitely the animals i just don't want the animals to suffer well being better than everybody else is a good thing no sorry, i'll edit that <laughs> out the best thing for me is so i mentioned before that i do park run and i think i must have been it must have been someone on i followed on instagram who was vegan and one weekend i saw they put up a photo of them in a in a running vest and it said vegan runners across the front so uh -huh. did a little bit of googling and i found this running club it's the second or third largest running club in the country wow um that's good got around th th uh, three thousand members i want to say cool i've met so many awesome people through that it's been absolutely fantastic and really motivating as well trying lots of different new foods that i probably wouldn't have experimented with before i mean i enjoy cooking a lot more now the best thing about being vegan so i mean well, the best thing about it is just like not knowing the feeling of knowing that i'm not a fraud you know that i'm not living not in accordance with my moral values because if you if you know something's not right and you carry on doing it then it even if you, you know even if you bury it it's still there in your subconscious so you do get a sense of, well, for me anyway, I get a sense of inner peace that I'm at least living in a way that's, you know, in, in accordance with what I really believe. Yeah. That's massive for me. You know, I think nothing tastes better than that. You know, <laughs> mm -hmm. it's like. What's your favourite vegan product at the moment? Have you had any of the squeaky bean stuff? They do. I think it's, is it like a char grilled barbecue, like little oh. pieces? The char-grilled barbecue one is pretty amazing. 
Oh, I mean, all okay. all of their stuff is good, I think. But yes. that's that's my particular favourite. Mm, okay. And then a close close second would be Sainsbury's own, which I think is their range called Plant Pioneers. They do a porkless pie. You get like four oh. little pork pies. The vegan, the chocolate vegan yogurt things. It's Alpro not mousse but it's like a yogurt thing it's really nice it's going to sound really root one but richmond sausages richmond meat-free sausages beautiful are quite tremendous i can't seem to get them but miami burgers they're the best Ooh. ones i've found i love them they were really good they did them in iceland and i can't get them anymore from anywhere co-op grow burgers are really good love oh, them okay and interesting um, hashtag vfc Oh yes, we had fish and chips for dinner, and it wasn't the fish that was great, but it was the Sackler vegan tartar sauce. It was yeah. tremendous, brilliant, really, really good. I think it's got to be me Oatly. I can't, you know how much I love my coffee, and when I think what product do I have every single day without fail, it's that. I know it's it's a bit boring, but I've really got into fruit. I, I don't know about a product, but the one the things I'm really going for at the minute is even beetroot and and fruit as well. It's um, blueberries. Absolutely, I used to hate oh, them, but yeah. absolutely love them now. You know, I mean, um, we were trying we um, processed food, whatever. We, we were trying. Um, is it the pucker pie, the vegan one? And we actually oh, yeah. love that. Yeah. yeah. The the chicken. Kind of like the chicken pieces. That's what I'm, which is yeah. the word I'm thinking of. It it looks and tastes like what I remember chicken, but it probably doesn't. But you know, chickpeas. I absolutely love chickpeas. I I I have them in a curry. I have them in a salad, and you get the best product I suppose out there, which is hummus. I'm wearing I'm wearing my Adidas Stan Smiths. Oh, lovely. Uh, which are the vegan version and are flipping brilliant. <laughs> Oatly Barista, Chicago Town, stuffed crust, yeah. bacon and mushroom pizza, spicy chicken burgers, you get an Audi, chickpeas, the king of the cupboard. Thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it and found something useful. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, WordPress and YouTube. Just search for How I Vegan Podcast. And you can send an email or a voice note to us at howiveganpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to get involved, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. Just search for How I Vegan Podcast.